not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Are we making America great again or making America sick again? Uh, That is the discussion. (laughs) Those are the two hashtags between both sides, Democrats uh, taking to Twitter to uh, battle any changes to the Affordable Care Act with the hashtag Make America Sick Again. Pretty clever, I must say, you know. Um, but I don't like uh, I don't like getting political over health care. I think we should be able to find some sort of consensus. I think it's just an issue of n- nobody really wants to. Uh, it's so difficult that nobody really wants to um, try and approach it. And, and I really wish we would have gone about it a little bit more incrementally. But... Um, the two provisions, again, everybody talking about that uh, in the news, I think I think the only reason they say it is because those are the two things Trump said he was in favor of or the popular stuff, which is the pre-existing conditions and, and the other things. Uh, Rand Paul recently, uh, do we get that clip uh, there, Matt, of uh, Rand Paul uh, unveiling his replacement plan or outlining some of his principles? And uh, he is a, a, a physician from Kentucky a former presidential candidate, really is is on point about wanting to make sure that there's a replacement in place before doing anything. Probably pretty important. So, so yeah. Do you got that clip, Matt? Nope, he doesn't have it. Okay. So, I don't know. I think Rand Paul's uh, plan is, is decent. And, oh, uh, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean... You know, I mean, you. Interesting to say, uh, you know, as he was talking about repeal and replace uh, instead of replay and delay, uh, he also went on to say that Donald Trump has endorsed his approach, and that uh, Donald Trump fully supports his plan to simultaneous repeal and replace. Uh, say, he said he went on to say, "I just spoke to Trump, and he fully supports my plan to replace Obamacare the same day as that we repeal it." On top of what he's talking about within the actual plan itself. Okay, so let's listen to uh, some of it, his uh, his plan. Okay, I guess the audio is not working, but procedurally, I think it, it, it's going to uh, be important. And the uh, industry has taken to the the grassroots efforts to do the same thing. Yes. They, and they are really opposed to, uh, to changing things. Yes. They, I, I can't get a prediction. I, I, I can't get an understanding of, you know, what, what does the industry really want? Maybe we should ask them. I think they should be the ones uh, leading the charge. Well, uh, yes. And you have doctor groups uh, like the American Medical Association that are worried about uh, the repeal saying that it would increase the uninsured uh, in considering opportunities to make coverage more affordable and accessible. It is essential that gains in a number of Americans 
With health insurance coverage be maintained, wrote James Madera, doctor, the AMA CEO. Uh, they support the original. They supported the original passage of the health care reform, but let's remember why. Because there were other mechanisms in there that took care of doctors' uh, pocketbooks, so they they wouldn't get hurt. And, and instead of it being free market based, it was you know socialistic in in, in nature, and they pay you know pay to play was part of that. Well, they were told that they were going to get all these new people with insurance. Exactly. And and the reality is it hasn't happened. Right. And it hasn't happened as much as they thought it would. Group, the group, the uh, American College of Physicians actually voted, uh, uh, urged leaders to vote no on the Senate budget resolution, saying it would result in tens of millions of Americans losing coverage benefits and projections. The American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Congress of Obstetrics, uh, Obstetricians and Gynecologists, uh, want a viable healthcare safety net, mm-hmm. uh, and what that looks like, I don't think anybody's saying. But it doesn't seem like outside of maybe Toby Cosgrove and uh, Doctor Noseworthy from Mayo and from Cleveland Clinics are really going out on a limb trying to help yeah. bring plans out there. But President-elect Trump did meet with those individuals, exactly. Yeah, so he's. He's trying to, to, to listen, but uh, I want you to uh, listen right now to uh, Rand Paul and his, uh, his plan, and see. I want to see if you stand with Rand after uh, his comments. Well, actually, I don't want to delay the repeal. I'm all for the repeal as soon as we can get to it, but we should vote on replacement the same day. And I'm putting together a bill that will be out this week that will be a consensus replacement bill. There are many bills, probably 50 different Republican bills. Some of them have been out two and three decades for the replacement part. What we want to do in the replacement is legalize the ability to buy inexpensive insurance, get rid of the Obamacare mandates, let any insurance product be sold, particularly inexpensive expensive insurance products. That's number one. Let people save tax-free, give them tax credits for health savings accounts so they can buy insurance. And then the third thing we want to do is let individuals come together as part of groups or associations so they can buy their insurance as part of a big pool to have leverage to get lower prices and also so they don't get affected by adverse things like uh, pre-existing conditions. All right, I want to put up the bullet points of this this plan. Basically, reducing costs, expanding access, expanding choices, leveling the playing field is how you describe it here. Um, but is there consensus on this, and does it include pre-existing conditions and keeping kids on until 26? The good things about you know that people talk about Obamacare. I think there is a Republican consensus on replacement. The ideas that we've taken for the replacement bill come from other Republicans' bills. There's very little that I've put together in my replacement bill that is an original idea that's not an idea already been put out by other Republicans. In fact, most of these ideas, Congressman Tom Price, who is designated to be in Trump's cabinet, has been in favor of. He's another physician in Congress who's put together a lot of replacement ideas over the years. And so basically, we put together the most popular, and I think there is a consensus. I think it'll pass overwhelmingly in the House. The question in the Senate is, will Democrats be willing to work with us to replace Obamacare. But what about those two substantive questions? So yeah, he goes on to, um, you know, respond to the, to those uh, questions. But I think uh, very, very smart thing to do, just kind of try and take the best of, of what's out there and, right. and put it together. And one of the things that, um, I mean, that's how the ACA got put together, like the this thing that they always talk about, this uh, children staying on until 26. I think that was just an obscure piece of legislation or like a uh, an amendment that just got thrown in at the end. 
Right. And now all of a sudden it's a, a really popular thing. So maybe some of the ideas that he has out there could be good for for the reform. And I think he asked the uh, million-dollar question, which is uh, do Democrats come and, and play ball and actually, um, I guess, swallow their pride a little bit and admit that it didn't work out as well as they had originally thought and, and try and work together to, to fix something? Well, I do think that there are some Democrats in Congress who actually do believe that. That it didn't work very well, Joe Manchin being one of them, and uh, they are going. Some of them will come and play ball, but I think others like Kamala Harris or uh, you know Bob Casey or Cory Booker. You know, Booker's got a lot riding on this. I think I don't know that uh, some of those other Democrats do as much. Um, so they are going to go and they're going to play ball. It might be their career might be at stake on that, or a legacy type of item. You know, do you want to get it right the second time rather than shoving it down the throats of America, the American people the first time and not getting it right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, one thing I found interesting about his plan, and it's been talked about for many years, is uh, associative health care plans, so AHP. You'll hear that term a lot in the next six to six months or so where small businesses can join together as a large body and go out and collectively purchase insurance on a group market, which would substantially, in theory, lower costs for those small businesses. Mm-hmm. That that whole uh, concept has been around for 30, you know, 20 years, or at least since I was on the Hill, but nothing's ever come of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, those things will come back. The, the key is you got to keep putting new people into those association plans, or they become a death spiral. Exactly. Too. So that means... The economy's got to be doing well. Right. And so that's something that uh, we, we can talk about on another show, the economic impact of, uh, of all of this. But let's take a timeout and then come back and take a look at some of the headlines outside of the Beltway. We spent uh, a lot of time talking about what's happening inside Congress right now because it is important. And uh, it is going to be moving pretty quickly, I would say, uh, as, as compared to the last six to seven years. And so we will continue to stay on top of them, but we want to make you aware of some of the other stories that caught our attention this week. Online, you can find us uh, on the Twitter, on the Twitter. The Twitter? <laughs> uh, America's Canary, Edie Bellis, uh, or me, Sean M. McGuire, at Sean M. McGuire. Pretty active on there. Uh, lots of stories coming out this week, and so we try and share the ones that are the really good ones out there. And uh, we will be right back. 402-342-1290 is the number if you'd like to talk. I watch the world flow to the dark side of the moon. 